It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show with Jay Hall and DJ Academics. All I'm offering is the truth. Nothing more. Let's get it. Got me out the bed. Got me out the bed and turned it down. It was kind of banging in my ears. Ooh. <laughs> and then you, got, you know, you got a loud projection type yeah. of voice anyway. So it's like, Phew. what's happening? I got a loud projection before you were just sleep. Uh, I mean, you do naturally, but okay. it's okay. It's just amplified when I'm half sleep. <laughs> got you. Got you. Well, you know, it's not like I was, um, you know, it's, I've been up a little bit longer than you. Plus, also, too, you know, my hearing is messed up. You know, working in the business, your hearing get jacked up. So it's like sometimes you speak louder than you need to be because you can't never hear nothing working around loud music all the time. So that's part of it, man. How you doing, though? I can't complain. I can't complain, sir. Look, um, was you was you DJing last night or like? You know, yeah, I, I was in the I was in the club last night. I was definitely in the club last night, so I, I didn't go to sleep till like three, four in the morning, something like that. That's why I'm tired. But everything's good, though. I can't complain. Nothing, nothing, nothing too serious. Late nights, early morning. In, in, the, in the year, in the year of our Lord COVID, how does that work out? Like, how does, how does that what work out? Are you are the people around you or what? No, I'm actually the DJ booth. Can't nobody come into the DJ booth besides people that work there who wear masks. So I'm protected. I'm straight. I'm straight. I can see everybody out there partying with no mask, but I, 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 I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so people just out there dancing to their death, and you out there, but you, you, you good though. Titanic all the way. <laughs> Titanic. <laughs> do you do you like? I mean, I know this. I mean, I know you like you. You love DJs, you know. That's one thing. I, Sorry, I, I, no, it's no, no, no it's cool. Some people, some people have masks on. A lot of people have masks on. Some people still don't, but a lot of people do know. Well, that's what I was going to ask you because I, I know you DJ is your passion, like hands down. Yeah. Do you look at the crowd sometimes and kind of like shake your head though a little bit, like the people who don't have on masks? Uh, I, I just kind of. I look at it like this. The people who walk around all day, every day with no masks, I just look at them like you've had unprotected sex with everybody, any every person you've ever been with. So. <laughs> that, that's really how I see it. Like, you, you, well, that's, you, must have, you must have not, you must just have unprotected sex with everybody you've ever been with in your life. So you're that reckless. You don't, you don't care. You just going to roll the dice every time. <laughs> You know, you know what, partner? I don't, I don't think I have an objection to that. I think that's a good way of probably looking at it. Like when our fathers and them first heard that they had to wear condoms, they probably was resistant to it too. Like, what's this? You know what I mean? Because they went all their years in the seventies. Don't feel the same. Huh? Yeah, don't feel the same. I say, yeah, they probably was resistant to it too. Yeah, that's that's probably what it was, man. But. You know, I, I'm going to go ahead and put your business out there, though, because I'm so proud of you. You got in the studio. Yeah, I mean, you said you, I'm sitting on the floor because I ain't really done. I still got to put, like, the baseboards up. And 
I said, but I'm sitting on carpet though. I got the carpet put in yesterday, and I I got my my plaques in here, but I ain't put my furniture and stuff in here yet. I got my desk. I actually built built my DJ table. I just ain't brought it in here yet. So it's still maybe next maybe next week. Next well, week it'll definitely be up and running. The studio will definitely be up and running next week, but it's a process. It's a process. Well, so you can't predict it. Right when you think you're gonna be done, you you ain't done. <laughs> well, let's not be too humble about this, brother. You built the whole thing yourself, though. Yeah, yeah, I did. I did. University, I did. right? All day for a scholarship. How long did it take? Uh, a few months, like three months, all together. Okay. Yeah, about three months because I was doing it myself. Yeah, so. I'm doing the work of like five people. Like if it was like five people down here, they'd knock it out in like two weeks. But because it's just one, it's like three, four months. <laughs> now I'm proud of you, man. You know when you took me around and you were showing me everything. Just two weeks after that, you had put up a picture on Instagram, and it was looking better than what you had showed me. Oh, yeah. I've been down there, like, every day working on that thing, trying to hurry up and get it done and get out the way so I can get my life back. I can get my free time back and just relax and chill. Because I ain't really even been working. You know, I work out all the time. I ain't even worked out in the past, like, two months because all my extra energy even going down here. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a workout itself, though. <clears throat> yeah, I guess so. But I also been eating. <laughs> So we're gonna right? Yeah, well, I was, I was yeah. DJ Hungry yeah. Dimmons said, I, "I hear you." Yeah. Well, you got to take us on a tour when you're comfortable. You know, just like a quick one. You got to grab the phone and, and take us around when everything's complete, complete. You know. Oh, absolutely. Once, uh, once I get it done, put the put the floors down and the rest of it, get all the baseboards down. We be we be ready to go. We be ready to go. Okay. That's what's up, man. Anything else happened to you? You know, we've been off for a little second, man. Any updates with you personally that's been going on? I mean, because I, I don't, uh, you know, you and I talk all the time. So I don't want to put, I don't want to put business out there that's not out there yet. So that's what I'm saying. Anything you, you want to, you know, put out there? Uh, no, ain't nothing. What, what, what do you know? I don't, I don't know. You might have the news for me because I, at this point, well, I, I can't think of it. We've been. Is there something? Well, I don't know. I don't, I don't think so. No, no, no. I mean, we, we've been off since August. You know what I mean? So, you know, mm -hmm. any church announcements as far as where you've been at, you know, as far as your DJing, as far as being on air and everything like that, you know? Oh, no, 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 no big no big news as far as as far as far anything like that. No, no, no. no, no, no. I wish it was, but I, I, okay. I got nothing. I got nothing. I got nothing. Okay. Oh, I'm a scary Oh, that's, that's cool. I just, I just want to make sure, man, because, you know, once we tap, <laughs> tap into what we about to tap into, I just want to make sure, you know, we get your praise, yeah, because you're, you're always doing big things. How you feel about the election, bro? Nah, the, 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 I'm, the, I'm, doing, I'm doing doing little things, little things. You don't want doing big things. You don't want with the, you don't want with the, all the announcements right now. Oh, <laughs> well, it's already over. I mean, they should, they, they should know right now. I had a conversation with Jamil Hill, um, and we had we talked to AUR. You said that so, you said that so kindly. You said that so kindly, well, I mean, nonchalantly, you know, like it's just a normal conversation. Like you just pick up the phone and just called your old girl from um, from a couple years ago and just called her. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it felt that way. It was it was a real good uh, conversation. Um, go over to AUR online, AURN online. We talked about the history or, or the future of HBCU sports, which the climate that we're in right now is an important conversation. She was one of the first people to actually speak about how high school black players should start navigating using moderating their power to go to hbcus 
You know, she's one of the first people. So, great conversation. As they should. Shout out Jackson State, Deion you know, Sanders and his son. I saw that, yo. I saw that. Yeah, his son Shiloh committed to Jackson How State, so he's going to be the quarterback down there with his um, dad, with his dad. So, I mean, they got a staff. I mean, they got Warren Sapp the defensive line coach. Terrell T.O. is going to be the receivers coach. I mean, they're going to have a staff. That, wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 wait. Was that true? Because I think that – I don't know if that was confirmed as far as Warren Sapp and T.O. being on the staff, though. I believe – I mean, what I saw, that's what I saw. Yeah, I, I'm, I believe, I'm just being sure because I remember it was a whole bunch of reports about who was going to be on Dion's staff, and he was saying this ain't true, but this is true. So I, I just ain't know if they ever confirmed who was going to be his staff. Well, I think I saw it on his on his page though, so I believe I believe Warren and T.O. will okay. be there. And you, so you yeah, got Hall of Famers there. The guys are going to go there, and they're going to win. And if the lights that's go there, true. that's where everybody's going to start going. So. And Dion right. will bring that I mean, attention. It's only going to take T.O. about a few weeks for it to be about him, but yeah, no doubt. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I mean, no doubt. T.O.'s, T.O.'s in his 40s now, though, so I mean. Yeah, T.O. always still finds a way. He finds a way. Exactly. <laughs> he finds a way. Yeah, but y'all did have a good conversation. I was watching. I was. I was. I was watching a um, conversation. And what it did seem like y'all was just like friends, just talking on the phone for a minute. Um, y'all was talking about Detroit stuff, like stuff that I didn't. I didn't. I had no clue about Kwame area or whatever. I was like, who is that? What is that? What's the Kwame era? Like, well, I don't. I don't know. But uh, you had to be from Detroit to understand the entire conversation. But some things I just wasn't privy to. <laughs> well, but it's still yeah, a good man. conversation. Thank you. You know, that was intentional because, you know, it's so often and, I, you know, you, you know what it's like, man, no matter where you're from, like New Yorkers, when they on with another, they don't explain stuff. You know, mm-hmm. it's like Cal- L.A. don't explain, you know, so either do your Googles or just or say, wait, wait patiently. You know, <laughs> that's just what, well, that's I, what I did. I waited patiently. I waited patiently. Yeah, yeah. So there was, yeah. so was something that I could recognize. Yeah, I got yeah, talking about you know, well-rounded, I mean, national subjects. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, because, you know, like, again, you know, when you seeing two people from NY, they, they be like, yeah, take 125, you know, you're on 125, it's like, everybody know what that's supposed to mean, but, you know, so we carry that same, we carry that same pride also, too, when it comes to our city, so, you know, that's just what it is, you know, you either, you either going to be on our page, or, you, like I said, wait patiently, that's what it is. Absolutely, no, absolutely. Yeah, she's from the city, city, too, we both from the city, city, so, you know, that was a lot of love in that conversation, No, but you from Auburn Hills, right? No, I'm, no, I am not. No, I am not. You from you from where you live at right now? <laughs> yeah. hey, I'll take that. I'll take that. It's a lot nicer. It's a lot nicer where I'm at right now. Hey, listen. Hey, listen. It's it's it's, it's, it's not nicer where I'm living right now too. You know, where you where you from? It doesn't mean you have to stay there. Nah, no, nah, absolutely not. Absolutely not. The goal was always to get out the hood, not to stay in the hood. Like. Yeah, where I'm at right now is a lot nicer, so that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> and to anybody who was in on this, you know, of course we want to rebuild our community so we don't always have to leave. But for the time being, where I'm from and where you're from, it, it hasn't happened yet. So, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, we, people are trying. People are trying. I'm trying to get I'm in getting into investing and actually doing that type of stuff as well, so. That's what I – That's see, that I didn't know we – Okay, to talk about that though. That's what I was talking about. Oh, I, 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 I thought you, I thought you meant like DJing and music and that career. Oh no, man, no, 
fixing them up and getting affordable, creating affordable housing for people in communities that are houses that were, you know, that's what it's about. That's what it's about. Rebuilding the block, buying back the block. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I said I didn't know if you want to reveal that yet, but I'm I'm proud of you when it comes to that, man, because everybody talks about rebuilding for their communities, but not a lot of us are really doing it, but you are actually investing in that. So that's what's up. Absolutely. Absolutely. This is yeah, man, I'm proud it? of you with that, bro. I'm proud of you. Yeah, you have a delay. That's why I'm pausing, because I know you've been responding a little late. Yeah, it's been on yours, too. So it's been like that. So I don't know. Maybe Instagram is acting up. But, um, but yeah, so yeah. I'm probably, probably working on that working on that a couple, past couple of months, getting everything together. And then, you know, with, you know, building my own basement, just acquiring the skills to, you know, do a lot of the work myself. So it just cuts down on the labor. And um and the cost, which is a big thing. Cost is a, is a big thing. The less hands you need to you need to pay is a more better better overhead. So um but yeah, so we've worked on that for the past few months. And, and that's where we at right that's now. Up, no no announcements and no official properties on the market to speak of right now yet, but just a lot of things in the process. Well, I'm just I'm just happy that you are, you know, doing it because that's something that I've always been interested in doing back home in Detroit for myself was to, you know, have some houses. Yeah, and some properties it's a lot of it's spot. a lot of me can be in Detroit, too. Detroit's another good city that needs it. Yeah, but one thing that people do not know, they tell you guys to the masses, they think they make everyone think that they're just a bunch of houses that are just available as if people are just walking past these opportunities. But what a lot of people don't know is there are a lot of foreign countries that own these houses on these blocks, and they're just letting them sit and rock. And so yeah, there are people who are trying to buy these houses. But, like, you can have a house, man, that's, like, bought this, that's been sitting there for, like, 30-something years, all decrepit and everything, and there's some owner, and you got to go through so much red tape to do it. So it's not as simple as like, they, they try to make the image out to be. Yeah, because they, they get these properties and then they just hold them and they just try to wait for like a big corporation that wants to come buy the whole neighborhood and, and implode it and then they sell it to them. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a, you know, so I'm, I'm trying to figure out ways to move around that. And I got friends back home that are doing the work also too. So I don't want to, you know, just, you know, just dismiss them either. So yeah. But so when I, when you told me you were doing that, that's why I had like so much joy for you and I give you the respect for that. So. You know, shout out to you for doing that for Baltimore, too, because, you know, they're real similar to Detroit, man. We got to take care of our own, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. How'd you feel about the election this week? I mean, it's been official. Uh, they announced everything last night, you know, with, well, yesterday. I was actually out running around, like, 11 o'clock, and I saw people blowing their horns, going crazy, like 11 a.m., that thing was over days ago. They should have been called it. They should have been called it. But I understand, you know, with Trump already crying that he getting cheated, that they wanted to cross all their T's and dot all their I's before they made the announcement so he could have nothing to say, which I understand. So, but, and we waited patiently, but yeah, we already knew it was over two days ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what I was seeing on CNN is that, well, I don't know who said this in particular, but a lot of the people who were voting for Biden and Harris were a lot more sensible in the sense of they were doing their early voting. And a lot of Trump supporters were showing up like the day of. 
So when it seemed like Trump was like in the lead and he was winning, it's because our votes had to get counted like later on. Because a lot of us did early voting, you know, with masks and everything else. Absolutely, because Biden was always about be safe. Trump is always about, you know, it's just the flu. It's nothing. Nobody's worried about the coronavirus. It's not serious. He's like, let's vote on the day of, so... So those um those ballots, you know, all those absentee ballots, all those mail in ballots, all those early votes just started kicking in like a like a roofie or uh or an edible. They started kicking in like an edible or a roofie like 30, 40 minutes later. And they 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 didn't let up. They didn't let up because once Philly and Atlanta votes started to come in. And those Phoenix votes in Arizona, those Tucson votes, woo! And whole Vegas started kicking it. Oh, it was a wrap. Once, once Pittsburgh and Philly yeah, kicked in, Pennsylvania was done. Pennsylvania was done. But wait, wait, brother! I can't let you. I can't let you gloss over the first black city that held it down was Detroit, baby. We helped. We helped them win Michigan. That was a big deal. Wayne, yeah, Detroit was big. Detroit was big. Detroit showed up. Oh, hey, no, 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 yes, yes, we did. You're going to give my city props, baby. We showed up. We showed up. Yeah. We put all of this in, baby. Yeah, Detroit's big. Detroit's big. Detroit's big yes. because they, yes. uh, they put out a thing. They put out a thing. Um, they put out some, like, some statistics that show, like, in 2016, Trump won Pennsylvania by, like, 200,000 votes. But in Philadelphia alone, it was, like, 450,000 black people that didn't vote. And in Georgia, he won by like 175 votes. But in Atlanta alone, it was like 300,000 black people that didn't vote at all. So it was just it was just showing like the black vote is really what really, you know, flipped this whole election. Because everybody that did not vote in 2016 that actually voted this time is which just pushed it over the edge and just made this thing. Now, it wasn't even close. Like he had like a total of like 5 million votes more than Trump anyway, and, he, he, and the votes are still coming in, actually. So we, he, he's actually going to end up with probably around, like, you know, like 315 or something like that, electoral votes, and Trump is struggling to get off that 214. I think, he's, I think Trump is going to end up with North Carolina, but we don't care about North Carolina. Ain't nobody care about North Carolina. Man. All we, once once we done with the baby, once we got the baby, and J. Cole, after that, nobody, we ain't worried about, we ain't worried about North Carolina no more. Now I tell you who don't nobody but, care about right now is Florida. <laughs> Florida, yeah. And you, did, you, did you see they was um, they was actually talking because everybody was talking about boycotting Florida and not going back to Florida. And next time a hurricane fun come around for Florida, <laughs> they nobody and we just gonna ignore it. But then so people from Florida started like they started posting like the counties and where the where the um, the Joe Biden votes are coming. They was like, look, it's not us, Miami, Palm Springs. Uh, Tampa Bay and Orlando voted <laughs> Biden. <laughs> the places you love to visit voted Biden. You got to make that distinction, man, because it seems like Florida is always on brand when it comes to voting, man. That's why I'm not in favor of the city. You know, I mean, I'm sorry, of the of the of the um, state like that because of their their voting and their their laws down there. You know, and it takes an effect on you when you live down there too, man. I got a partner who's been down there. For a long time, man, and um, you know, he was telling me like how he's very relaxed on wearing masks. Not that he don't wear masks, but he was just like, "Yo, man, you wouldn't think that it's a big deal 
because the only time they really enforce wearing masks is like CBS. So it's like, you know, just the attitude down there when it comes to that, you know, um, Florida going Florida. But shout out to Philly. Shout out to Atlanta. You know, was it stressful for you this week, though? Like, waiting on the results, or were you pretty calm and chill? Uh, I was pretty confident, but it was still stressful. Like, more of the stress was just like, hurry up. Come on, let's get this shit over with. We, we see what's going down. Let's, let's do it. Get it over with. Call this shit. Yeah. That's, that, that was more my, that was more my antsy. I would say I was more antsy than anything, because I kind of had, I was kind of confident that it was going to come. Just like, as soon as the votes come in, I, I, I wasn't expecting Pennsylvania to flip like it did, but. Once Philly started coming in, I was like, oh, man, this shit a wrap. This shit a wrap. I felt the same way. Yeah, I felt the same way. Um, my stress was kicking in before, right before Tuesday because I was getting really exhausted with these last-minute people telling me that they're voting for Trump. Like, I was just getting, yeah. I was just getting really frustrated with the celebrity, you know, when Lil Wayne came out and said he was supporting them. A little pump showed up at the thing. Like I, I was getting exhausted by the nobody last cares about little pump, you know. Um, and and Wayne really has been relevant. Wayne really has been relevant for five years, and um, nobody cares about little pump anyway. So I just, I just, I just didn't care. <laughs> I didn't care for the hair Mary. I didn't care for the hair Mary. Man, like I did. But you're right, Lou. First of all, when little Wayne put that tweet out, first thing I said was Wayne did not write this tweet. Mm. Like, there's no way Rank Wayne wrote this tweet. That tweet was way too articulate from what we see Wayne. Um, yeah, Wayne, was, <coughs> Wayne, he even looks like somebody just fell into a sunken place and just decided they didn't want to come out of it. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, but Wayne has never really been into any kind of social issues or understanding what's going on. Like, he really does live in a bubble, you know? And yeah, I, I mean, he's been rich since he was 14. He's been rich since he was 14. That's why I was getting it. Earlier than that, bro. Earlier than, earlier than that. Like, as far as getting money, like, okay, you can say rich at 14, but as far as getting money, you can get money since he was, like, almost 9 or 10 because of who you're surrounded by. You know? Correct. And you can, be, you can be spoiled coming from your hood, coming from your block. Like, if you got a bunch of people around you that's already taking care of you, you know, as a child, you don't necessarily know sometimes how poor or broke you are depending on how much love you're surrounded by. Right. So, He's been living in the bubble for a very long time. So I wasn't necessarily shocked that he supported Trump. I was just getting tired of these last minute Hail Marys mess. You know, I was just I was getting tired of that. And I was getting tired of the idea that the few were speaking for the many. Like Lil Wayne don't speak for all of us. And like you said, Lil Wayne relevant being relevant, he he's a he's a he's a legend. He's an icon, but he, he hasn't had that kind of effect, like you said, that now effect in about, like, five or six years. Maybe one yeah, yeah, he's been a brother for five, at least five years, easy. At least, at least. And Little Pump is kind of like, okay. He was, reaching by, even, he was reaching by even calling him. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, he actually showed up at the, at, the, at, the, at the rally, though. That's the thing about him. He actually showed up at the rally. Yeah, and then he posted pictures of him with a whole bunch of girls and Trump stuff. Like, like he he was clearly bought. <laughs> yeah, he was. He was clearly bought. What do we do? What do you think about these rappers or people who were saying the things that they were saying around you know the election season? Do do we still rock with them? Like you know, 
and you're right, Lil Pump and all that is irrelevant. But you take somebody like Waka Flocka, who was a who, who was supporting Trump or whatever. What do we say to these individuals or these celebrity figures that were voting for that side or speaking for that side? What do we say about them now? I mean, we won. Why do we care? So, but I mean, at the end of the day, voting is you're supposed to vote on your own on your own pretenses and what affects you the most technically. So, so literally, I mean, we can't be mad. We're not supposed to be mad because their vote is their choice. But because of their influence is the, is the reason why people are upset about it because they can sway other people's vote just because they said they're voting. But personally, we shouldn't be mad because people are supposed to vote on what affect the issues that affect them the most. And for the upper class, like Waka Flock and Lil Wayne, people who are making $400,000 a year because, I mean, Walker might not be making records or hip-hop records, but he's still in the EDM realm and Walker's still making money, so he was trying to protect his investment, so I understand it. Uh, I, don't, I don't agree with it, of course, but I understand it. Like, you know, like how people say, like, I understand why he, I understand why he did it. I mean, I'm not saying I would do it, but I understand why he did it. <laughs> And that's just that's just being mature. Do we feel? You know I mean, at, at the end of the day, we won. So, who cares? Do you think that they they should still be supported, like when it comes to their music or anything like that? Like, do you think they should still be supported when it comes to their product? Man, if you still going to watch watch football with people who then rape, beat up women, and do all that, man, man, go ahead. If music is good, play it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we, we do so much stuff with people that did so much wrong, like, and support so many people that do so much wrong. Like, even through this time, I don't, I don't remember one <laughs> hotel shutting down. Okay. Okay. I, I, think I, don't think Trump, I don't think one Trump International has been closed during his presidency. <laughs> okay. I think you met, no, I think you, I think you make a valid point about we what what else we also watch like you right football players and they be abusing their wives and raping and accusations and things like that and you right people still do watch the NFL that that part is correct now what yeah, I, what bas- I mean it's baseball players too baseball players like baseball yeah, 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 players they sweep the baseball player stuff under the rug the most like baseball yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's like the worst one the people just don't know I mean football. They they blow all the football stuff up because it's mostly black guys. But the but when it comes to baseball, oh, it's a lot of dirt over there. They just try to sweep that up under the rug as much. No, as no, 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 no. That's not that's not and that's not where I'm getting at. I'm not I'm not getting at the football players in particular. But I'm saying your point about what we turn a blind eye to. You are correct about that. You know, we we are selective about when things when people make choices or celebrities make choices and what we'll still take on. So you are correct about that. I'm only talking about the fact that my I didn't have an issue. I don't have an issue if you actually made a constructive thought about who you want to choose politically. It didn't feel like some of these thoughts were constructive. They wasn't reformed. That was my biggest issue with it. They didn't have anything. Like, they wasn't actually doing their research and all of that. And I think there's a difference between if you're someone who's a Republican and me and you just got different political views about how we think is the betterment of society, Versus when you are siding with someone who was out because me and some those who look like me hard. I think that's a big difference. Like you have the Biden side who've been in office since for 47 years and they've made mistakes. And yeah, we want to hold them accountable for those mistakes, which we're going to talk about later on. But you got this side over here that's siding with hate groups, white supremacist groups, and being down with that. Like to me, that degree is different. Like there's a difference between a Republican. 
Republican and a Trump supporter. And if you're over there, for me, once you actually say you're over there, they stay over there. And actually be informed about your decision-making. Like, be, be, be able to articulate your point or give me a reason, but you're siding with someone who was out there causing harm. So mm-hmm. I think that's a big difference. You understand? Because but in a certain I, way, it still benefits them. As far as because in a certain way, it still benefits them. In a certain way, it still benefits them. Like, you can say, yeah, he sides with all these racist people. I'm just, I'm just playing devil, devil's advocate. He's just, um, he say he sides with all these racists and he does all this. But at the end of the day, ain't no racist coming around me. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm good. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm so far removed from that, they can't get to me. So it, it won't affect it won't affect me even if he gave all of them the green light. It would never affect me. But what he what he does do is keep this money in my pocket. So people, when it comes down to it, people are just value money over common sense and over you know over people. It's just money over people, which is which is America at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's, you you can't think that. But what I would say to any black individual, whether you got money or not. If you feel like your money is going to escape you from that type of stuff, you need to Google. You need to look back on OJ because nobody was more loved white black man amongst white people than OJ Simpson. Oh yeah, every, everybody's one you know? one slip up away. Everybody's one one incident away. From, Tiger Woods, you know. Yeah, everybody. But um, I'm like I said, I I don't I don't agree with it. But I'm just saying, just playing devil's advocate. That would be. That's at least how, how I think they would come to a conclusion like that. White because, yeah, well, well, white black doubles advocate. <laughs> no, I, 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 I hear you. I hear you. You know, I, like I say, I'm just not cool with the uninformed, the uninformed, the intentional, the, the, the willfully ignorant, and, you know, speaking out. But I also would say to you, like what you just said, I think we got to be accountable about that too because I'm real big about the pushback on celebrity worship. We have to stop thinking that our celebrities are, our celebrities are going to be our saviors. You know, they're only going to these celebrities because in our community, we tend to want to make our entertainers our leaders. And that's not, that doesn't qualify you to be a leader just because you made a certain amount of money, just because you got a certain amount of fame. That doesn't qualify you to be a leader or a speaker of my community. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't do me. When I saw it, I just shook my head. I was like, oh man, he's clown anyway. But <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter. All right, my mind is made up, so. Right. And it had no pretense on me, Lil Wayne. Uh, 50, even though 50 was playing around, but just getting one, 50 just wanted a reaction from everybody. But um, Lil Wayne, yeah, Pump, everybody, yeah, because 50 turned on Trump. He, he, as, soon as, as soon as the votes went the other way, 50 was like, yeah, Trump about to go to jail. So, yeah, 50 just wanted a reaction. <laughs> no, that part is yeah, true. That part is true. Yeah. What do you think we do now moving forward, especially like, you know, in the hip-hop culture? In the black community, what do you think we do now? Oh, uh, we just um, we just we just stand ground and we keep applying pressure because now, I mean, Joe Biden even said it, the black community had his back, and um, he's gonna have ours. So now we're gonna hold you to that. Like we gonna we we gonna be on everything. And I believe now more than ever, people are more, um, people pay attention to laws that are being passed right now. So it's like you, you're not just gonna pass a pass a law or any type of um not gonna put a put a bill through and we're not gonna really like talk about it and then know what's going on like all right so you said you were doing this and because four years can go by quick and he can be a, he can end up being a one-term president as well so <laughs> well i mean my desire is that he's one term and he stepped down and senator harris steps in that's my desire like i think that was a lot of people's desire voting with that ticket 
Yeah, but I mean, who wants to be? I mean, that's like kind of like the the thing. Like nobody, no president wants to be the one-term president, though. They don't. But I, I think Biden, who's already eighty-four, you know, I mean, he's already eighty, like a hundred, like eighty years old, and he's seventy-eight. I think that him making that decision. Yeah, well, him making the decision to choose Senator Harris as his running mate as the MVP, I think that had to have some consideration to that because she looks ready to lead. She looks ready to lead now, if you want to be honest. I mean, my celebration was for Senator Harris, who, you know, who was also a Howard alum, Howard Bison in the building, because we're never going to let you forget that. Howard University, mm-hmm. that is the real HU. You know? yeah. So that was Yeah, that she's was, an AKA, too. Yeah, she's an AKA, too. Shout out to AKAs. Yep, she's an AKA, too. So, I mean, you know, I think a lot of us were voting, you know, for that, you know, for someone like oh, Harris. Yeah. They, they kept, they kept promoting um, the fact that they got the most most um, votes ever. I was like, man, you really can't, you really can't play on that because it's like, we weren't really voting for, well, me, we weren't really voting for Biden. We were just voting against Trump for the most part. We were just, a lot of people were voting against Trump. I mean... Uh, I was never really sold on Biden. I'm more happy about Kamala. Definitely more happy for Kamala than I am for Biden because, like I said, I wasn't really sold on Biden. I was really, I thought Bernie was a better choice, but um, at the end of the day, Biden was the only only way we could get Trump out. So, I mean, like I said, I'm not a big Biden fan, but Biden's cool, but we definitely can't be Trump. So it was like, a lot of people probably felt the same way. Like, we're not 100% sold on Biden. We don't have 100% faith in Biden, but we definitely ain't doing this guy no more. So that was more the thing. Why I think they got so many votes. Are you somebody, yourself personally, that you need to be a fan of someone or inspired by someone for them to get your vote? Do you have, like, an emotional attachment to your vote? I don't have an emotional attachment. I have a, 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 a logical attachment. It was a, my logic, my logic tells me that. Uh, he, I mean, I'm not, he's not the he's not the best guy, but I mean, hey, he what we got right now, and we gonna make it. We gonna give him a shot. We gonna give him a shot. He can prove us. He can prove us all wrong. And I mean, and like I said, if he doesn't, he'll be a one-term president. But I got more faith yeah, in my life. I'm definitely, I'm definitely voting. I definitely voted for Kamala, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, Kamala, brother. Um, I'm like that too. Oh, like, Kamala, um, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, I'm like that too. I'm, I'm not someone who I, I don't have an emotional attachment to my vote. I look at who's the most qualified. Like I, I don't need to be inspired. You know, I don't need to, you know, have all this love and admiration. I always feel like that kind of stuff is a plus. Like, if I like you, it's like a plus. But when it comes to a job, and I get it that the president of the United States might, you know, because of how we look at the president of the United States in this country, they're like a, a bigger-than-life figure. But from, I do think that we got to get away from the emotional attachment when it comes to voting and vote a little bit more about qualification. You know, I do think that. Because I think feelings is how a lot of times we make the decision like we made in 2016. There are a lot of people because of their personal beliefs of a woman who can't lead and their old traditional ways that did not want to go away. That was a feeling. That wasn't one of logic. And they thought, you heard the attitude, a lot of people like, oh, well, Trump running the country because America is a business and everything. This is like, these were their beliefs. But he had no qualification Ooh. to be president of the United States. Like, no. And they really should lock down on these rules after January. They really should start making the qualification for president like, you got to have public office. 
you have to you have to leave if you lose. Like there are a lot of things that they didn't write down that they need to start writing down after January. Because we were going by the honor system. Because a lot of the unwritten rules were just by decency. You know, he's going to walk away, but he's not. Well, here's the thing. Like, all that stuff is just like, I mean, so here's the thing with all that stuff. I mean, it's like, it's a courtesy. It's not like that's not like the law that he has to concede or he has to. But come come January 12th, I mean, January 18th or 20th, whatever it is, he still got to get the hell out. Like. Secret Service ain't going to play with him. Like, at that point, January 20th, he becomes a trespasser. And everybody knows what happens what will happen to a trespasser on at the White House. Like, he may get a little bit gentle push out, but he's still getting pushed out. Like, either way, you ain't got to invite, you ain't got to invite Joe to the White House. But come that, come the day your lease is up, you still getting evicted by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. Like, regardless. Like, there's nothing he can do to stay in that house. Come no, no, January no. I, I, I agree with you. Absolutely no, nothing he can do. Anything you, he does before that is a courtesy. But once that, once once twelve noon hit January twentieth, uh, your time is up, and he got to go. There's nothing he can do about it. Like he can pout, he can bitch, he can moan, he can cry, he can do whatever he wants as long as he doesn't walking out that door. Because if he does, he'll be arrested. And um, yeah, it's just not gonna happen. It doesn't matter. No, I, listen. I agree with you. I'm just saying that a lot of these rules that we technically never wrote down, we need to write down. Like, for example, for years, it was always just an honorable thing for a president to serve two terms into FDR, to President D. Roosevelt. And he, he ran four times. And then after that, they actually made it an actual law, is what I'm saying. So Ooh. a lot of these things that we thought somebody would be honorable enough to just do, we need to start actually putting these things into actual place, like laws and qualifications. Like, it shouldn't be you should just roll out of bed, and because you have a certain amount of fame, you can just run for president. It needs to be some qualification that you be laid down. That's all I'm saying. You know? Yeah, like, you definitely need to have run public office before. Like, just, you had to. Like, this whole, you don't, he had no public office experience. Like, we cannot, we can't have that. Because what are we going to do for the next person who is a lot more smarter than Trump? But has Trump's all the same moral codes and values and things of that? What are we gonna do when that individual comes around? So I'm I'm thinking about the future when it comes to that. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah, I'm thinking about that. On a higher note, though, your man YG, his song uh, "F Donald Trump" tripled in sales. Well, I bet it did. Yeah, it was an anthem. Yeah, I was at BLMM Plaza with my right hand yesterday, and we was checking out everybody celebrating, and that's all you heard throughout the speakers at um, Black Lives Matter Plaza in Washington, D.C. was fuck Donald Trump. That's all you heard. White, mm. black people, that's all you heard. And everybody had the same vibe. <laughs> like, everybody had the same vibe, bro. <laughs> like, why, that's the first time I saw white and black people on me at the same time. Like, they were all wow. like, Donald Trump. Like Ooh. everybody, yo. That, the Black Lives Matter Plaza. What you say? I said absolutely, okay. but um, Black Lives Matter Plaza has really become exactly that. Like, uh, it's it's a uh, it's a, uh, but it's not just Black Lives Matter. It's a uh, it's just a, a spot where it just just love. It's just a a location of love. Like, you know, it's all. It's never no. It's never no bad. I don't care who you bump into, black, white, Asian, green, purple. You. Go down there. It's it's all love. It's all love with everybody you see. People will probably even offer you 
food if you're hungry and you ain't got no money. They offer you drink, water, whatever. It's like you go into that spot, it's just all love right there. Regardless. Like it's just No, it is it's just about unity right. I mean unity right there. I mean I mean D C was pretty much boarded up everywhere when you were out around downtown or different parts of D C was boarded up as if they were expecting like riots and everything. I mean I think even the White House added some extra gate parts. But no, it was, uh-huh. it was joy. It was joy. It was joy. It's always there. joy. Like, that's, that's that's always like a, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm sure that 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 um that song probably went platinum in a day, or, or sold another million oh. records in one day. All them shows, oh, especially around the country. That's all. It was all everybody was talking. That was the anthem for the day. Oh, probably the anthem going forward. That definitely was the anthem. What you think about your guy Kanye West? He got alleged. Apparently, he got sixty thousand votes. Like, yeah, that was, was that. That was crazy. Like that was a waste. But um, <laughs> yeah, but he said he said he's running again in twenty twenty four. So I wonder if he would have made Kim Kardashian his vice president. Because <laughs> running, what did he have I'm a running mate? Someone to know. I don't think he had a running mate. No, I, I don't think so. I don't. Yeah, I don't think so, but I'm curious, like. I'm curious about did did your wife did she like vote for you? Like did the yeah, family? She'll never she'll, she'll never answer she'll never answer that question. Um, and she don't she shouldn't have to. It's a personal it's a personal thing. So she shouldn't have to. Like at the same time, like we can't idolize these celebrities, like you said. But we got we can't like we we can't ask more of them than we will ask for ourselves either, though. Well, I guess I'm asking that because, like, if you were running for president, would you, I mean, you would pretty much want your wife to vote for you, right? I mean, yeah, I would expect it. Yes, I would expect it. Okay. I just wonder. It's not not anybody else's business besides me and my wife. So certain things, I mean, They make everything else public? You're right, you're right, right. You're talking about the Kardashians. They make everything else public. The the Kardashians have nothing about, no, nothing about privacy. True, very true, very true, very true, very true. <laughs> That's the only reason why I ask that. They're, they're public about everything else. They, they make nothing else, you know, saying private. But, I, I mean, I think that 60,000, I mean, that, that's a real small percentage. I think that was, like, the Mickey Mouse people. Those are the people who also write Mickey Mouse on the ticket. Like, I don't think that that was anybody who was serious. You can still take half of that 60,000, and half of them probably wasn't even serious. They were just writing inside. So, you know, I don't, I don't take that serious. Um, before... We move on too. I don't want to forget. We gotta say rest in peace to King Bond, who was murdered crazy. during the election. Crazy. Twenty six years old, three kids from Chicago gets killed in Atlanta. Crazy. They don't have. Do they have any details of like what actually happened? Uh yeah, they have some details. I'm. I'd rather not. Say details. Why well, I mean? I, I don't know. I feel a certain way with like like these bloggers are like reaching for clout and like you know saying this is this person did this is this person's click this person's click like this, these are real situations like these are these, these are murder charges you're talking about like these are like this is this is not like a movie right, that right. we're or, or a TV show that we quote what happened. This is not power. We're not quoting this that all. You, you are you are really the, you are really like. Telling the police like this is what happened. This is that. This is that. So uh, I just, I just, I don't know the, the cloud chases. They just, I don't know. I just feel a certain way about certain things. 
Well, I guess I, what I was really asking, has the police said anything? I wasn't really asking about them because you're right. They are cloud chasers and they're just throwing anything up in the air. So I guess yeah, I'm like you getting, you know, you're getting, you get sense. people indicted off your, off your accusations. Like just, you might not yeah. know, you might not know nothing of what you're talking about, but you're, you're attaching people's names to certain to murder. Like that's that, like that's not light. Like you gotta, you gotta, you gotta actually have some. Like I don't know, maybe it's just some people just don't have any type of street codes or street street knowledge or street smarts i say that and just book smart so they don't have a lot of common sense so no, just, right. the, just right. the validity just the validity and the gravity of what you can say can really you know put somebody in harm's way that really might not have anything to do with it or i mean they could be right but they you could be wrong as well and if you're wrong you could be putting somebody in harm's way or putting somebody on on a police radar that shouldn't be on a police radar i mean you never know so I just I just be feeling kind of funny about you know commenting on situations like that or what I hear. No no no, I, and, I, and I I totally respect that. That's why I said that's why I cleared it up to say did the police release any information yet? I, I, that's why I was being real particular about did the police say anything about do they know any details yet about the case? Because I'm looking at it more about the murder situation. He was a father. He was a son, and all of that. I'm just saying do the recruit, do the police have anything? Um, but you are correct about that. We are in the era now where people don't care about that kind of stuff. They all want to get everything out. They put more effort into the title than they actually do the piece. Because you'll read the piece when you click on it, and the piece be like two, three sentences. Like, it's no investigation, <laughs> no nothing. Like, it, it, it's literally like two, three sentences. Well, we heard. I mean, it was the same thing with Cardi B and uh, Offset when they was about to get divorced. You had the title that was like, Cardi B is divorced and Offset because he... She found him having sex with two women. And then you read the click, and it was like, according to a reliable source. And it's like, what does that mean? Who's like, a reliable source? It's like, what's a reliable source? Who's a reliable source? Yeah, like, who's a reliable source? And Nobody's reliable like, anymore. It, it wasn't like detailed stories. Yeah, so you write about that blog part about how people are behaving when it comes to that. You're, you're totally correct about that. And they end up causing more harm than good because this Absolutely. new generation. This new generation, unfortunately, doesn't have as strong critical thinking skills, and they just go by with their my, my little my little big homie. Yeah, they tell on themselves every day on Instagram. Yeah, but listen, not even that. My, I got a little big homie, man. I'm talking about as soon as something come across his timeline, he believes it, hands down. He, mm. he like, yeah, man. They say such and and I'm always saying just a very important question. I say, well, who? Oh, I don't know. He cannot tell me where he got it from, but it comes across his timeline. He instantly mm. believes it. Versus when we were coming up, we had to, it had to come from, I mean, no pun intended, but it had to come from, like, the source. Like, it had to come from somebody who was credible for us to even, like, you know, rock with that, you know? So, yeah, you know, it, it, we, I do wish that they could be more responsible, but you're right, it's profits over people. They're all about clickbait and making their money, and they, don't, and they don't care about people's lives. They don't. They don't care about people's lives. But rest in peace to them, because that's very young to still lose your life, and there are people who are going to be affected by that. I mean, Little Dirk was associated to his. You know, he signed Little Dirk label. You know, mm-hmm. and Little Dirk, I guess right now, um, deactivated his. I think he gave a shout out to him. He deactivated his IG account, which I understand. He probably need to take a break. You know, that was his. He said that was his little bro. He probably need to take a break. And I wasn't feeling how your man T Six Nine was still trolling him about that depth. And that's the my man. Hey, my man. Well, I mean, he's your you know, guy. He's from Detroit. 
He's from Detroit. Oh, no, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Stop repeating that. Stop repeating. Actually, he's from Brooklyn. So let's get that straight. That's Brooklyn's responsibility. Yeah, that's Brooklyn. Let that out. Okay, that's Brooklyn's responsibility. Y'all gotta. Yeah, don't don't turn y'all head now. You know what I mean? <laughs> that was y'all claim everything though. That was that. He belongs to Brooklyn. And mm. it's unfortunate that, like, to your point about cloud chasing, though, it's just it's unfortunate that people don't seem to care about lives. So you know, you are you are correct to that. So rest in peace. And I really do hope some justice is done when it comes to his um, his his murder because that's unfortunate. And and the other person who died too. It, was, it wasn't just him. So yeah, it's you know, his friend. And, and his friend. Yeah, his friend. So to you know, because every life is precious. No life is more valuable than the other. So to his friend and the family that was affected by that, you know much love and support that goes to them and I hope some justice is done later on too. Some of this new music that has been coming out, um, but I gotta give props, man. Twenty twenty has been heavy. But I gotta give props to a lot of the veterans that have been putting out really good quality music. Cause you know when you and I was kids, especially when I was young, when an old school rapper would come out, it would be like after like a six year, seven year break, we wasn't really feeling them like the way our big brothers and big homies was. But I'm loving how these um, veteran artists are putting out like quality music, and they're like in their late 30s and 40s, like Ti the Libra. Yeah, the album. I think Ti has finally found a way to combine his social awareness with his trapness. Mm-hmm. Um, Buster Rhymes, Distinct Levels Part Two, is actually a, mm-hmm. a, a, a pretty quality album. The Locks got a new album out. I haven't listened to the Locks yet. Have you caught it? I haven't caught mm-hmm. it yet. I can't. Probably. No, the Locks Locks but, album's good. Locks album's good. Okay, and uh, of course, shout out to Benny the Butcher. He's not a veteran rapper, but you know he's like he's thirty five. You know, what he man? got that veteran he's style. style. He got that veteran style. Though. He do got that veteran style. He does. He does have that veteran style. So you know, shout out to him uh, for putting out Burden of Proof, which was produced by Hit Boy, which is dope. Nas, Nas album, which was yep. produced by Hit Boy, great album. Um, shout out to ASAP um, Ferg. His album is pretty decent. I haven't. Who else am I missing? Oh, Big Sean, of course. Detroit Two was good. Produced by Hit Boy, and Hit Boy definitely is producer of the year. No, yeah, it's November. Sold. Yeah, it's November now. Uh, he got he got Big Sean on his plate, Nas, and Benny the Butcher. Um, unless uh, a classic is about to drop within the next two months, which is possible, because one of my one of my big homies reminded me. That back in '92, Pete Rock was considered the producer of the year until November, and I'm like, well, "What happened in November '92?" And I had to go through my Google myself because I couldn't remember. And I looked up and it was chronic. chronic. <laughs> it was a chronic. Yeah, I was like, chronic. "Oh, uh, he was a chronic." He was like, "Yeah, he, he's older to me." He was like, "Dog, Pete Rock was considered the best producer that year." He was like, "Until Ooh. November drop," and I was like, "What happened?" And that's when I realized, like, "Oh, okay." So as of right now. Hit Boy producer of the year, but there's no telling what can happen at the end of 2020. And 2020 has already given us enough strange stuff as it is. Yeah, NBA's supposed is to be coming back on December. December. Huh? Uh, no, go ahead. What were you saying? Go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, uh, well, the NBA's coming back December 22nd. They, they, um, they agreed on that. Yeah, because wasn't it talk that LeBron may not come back or whatever, or they didn't want to come back for December? Are, like how, they didn't want to come back in January, but because it, it was the shortest off season of any sport, which would be seventy days. But it really, you really can't count it as the shortest off season. I think that they had like a three month break in between. They had a big, like they had a big spring break in between the in, in the middle of the season, and it's only really like 
four teams that that was even playing like like a lot of like only twenty two teams went to the bubble. All right, and they played eight games and then they went to the playoffs, which that cut off another six teams. And then in a week, you know, uh, a team, two teams was leaving every week. So, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm good with it. I'm good with December 22nd. What about is now that, to your point, when they restarted the season, it wasn't a whole lot of teams that were going to the bubble because if you were having a losing season, you didn't go. But in yeah, December. Eight, eight teams. It's eight teams in the NBA that haven't played since March. And what I'm saying is, in December, are they still going to go back to Orlando and have everybody in the bubble now? Because it's going to be more teams and more people. Or are they going to? Find I think they're going to try. I think they're going to try not to bubble. I think they're going to try to do it outside of the bubble. And I think they're just going to. Um, it probably won't be fans, but they, I don't think they're going back to the bubble now. Are you think they're going to do like the NFL, like have people like spread out, like you can buy a ticket, but you know it better be like a family package and you can't. Uh, see they, they're going to try. They're going to try. If a vaccine comes out. Hopefully, hopefully we get the vaccine and we can get back to normal. But uh, I don't know. I haven't gotten it. I haven't gotten all that information yet. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's gonna be curious though. What you think about real quick? And use on the sports tip. We think about. Um, I just saw that Des Bryant got moved into the active roster for the Ravens. You think he yeah, got a chance? That's good for him. I mean, that's. I mean, he got a chance. He's gonna be on it. He's gonna get some playing time. They brought him there to play him. They didn't. Bring them there and just put them on the practice. Just keep them on the practice squad for the rest of the year. They need a they need a big possession style receiver, somebody that can go get the ball. He's not the fastest guy anymore, but he can get jump. He can still jump and he can still get open and he's still physical. So that's the type of receiver that they needed because you know they got Hollywood. They don't have they don't have physical type of receivers like the Heinz Ward, the Anquan Bolins, those the style receivers. Like that's what at this stage of his career, that's what. That's Brian is. He's a possession receiver. Like he can get you a catch. He's not gonna run sixty yards after the catch, but he'll get he'll get open, he'll get some separation, he'll use his body, he'll be physical enough to get that ball in tight situations. And yeah, that's what and, he is. And, and nobody's gonna leave him open purposely. Like he's still a threat, you know, so Yeah, but and they're also not gonna double him. He's not gonna get double teamed. Yeah, that's true. So he's gonna he's gonna be one on one. Yeah, I wasn't the biggest Des Bryant fan, but and, you know I'm not gonna wish for nobody to stay injured. You know when it comes to being a pro, a pro player, because I understand how much work goes into that. That's like somebody taking away my voice, and then I'm trying to get my voice back to my career. So, you know I'm not gonna shoot on nobody like that just because I'm not a fan. So, you know, I hope he at least has continues to have like a decent career. You know that's all that's all I can shoot for in that man. Yeah, because he got signed to the Saints last year and then towards Achilles or something like the second day of practice, like practice. Practice, yeah. Right at the sign, he tore his Achilles, like, second day. Like, it was crazy. Well, but, one of my uh, man, man, shout out to, shout out to one of my man. He's a um, trainer for the pros, and he was talking about how the NFL was having all these injuries. And he was like, players should be realizing now about the importance of preseason. Because he was like, a lot of these injuries are because you come in cold, you know, straight to the game. Um, and he was like, so they should realize like the importance of preseason and showing up early and all that other stuff. So, you know, a lot of that stuff plays a part into that, man, how you treat your body and everything like that, from my understanding. Right, right, right. I mean, you play. I mean, yeah, I ain't yeah, playing. my understanding, so, yeah. <laughs> no, you ain't playing, but you play, you play football. <laughs> you, play, you play college-level football. Yes, I did. You know, act, act don't like to show the fact that Act is a well-rounded brother. Act's a college. This is this is a former college player, college football player right here. We don't we we don't allow it. 
You know what I'm saying? So shout out. I'm just giving your props, brother. That's all. Give me your props. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. That still takes a level to achieve. Yeah, that still takes a level to achieve. I ain't played college ball. <laughs> so it's like that takes a level of achievement, brother. You but know, you finished college, though. But you, you finished college. Okay, so we we bought either. <laughs> <laughs> we bought either. But you, hey, we went to school the same amount of time, though. <laughs> it took me a minute. I had to leave one school, go to the next. Uh, I wasn't going to say much. <laughs> you want to bet? I was, I was not the traditional four-year student, brother. <laughs> it was not. I can promise uh, you that. Like, yeah, it, it took me an extra two. If you want to be technical, because uh, them, them first three, I was just, I was, just I was only, I was only in college for about two years altogether. <laughs> Hey man, that's two more years more than the average man, more than more than a lot. Yeah. So still get your credit. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, it's it's totally it's totally fine, man. It's totally fine. Well, cool, man. I mean, I got I, pre- I think we pretty much cover everything, man. We're gonna try to get back on the schedule for everybody, and um, you know, it's been a while, but you know, I think people gotta you know give us a little bit of grace because you know we both are busy individuals doing doing what we do and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But I just wanna take this time to tell you, man, I'm so proud of you, partner. You know, I'm so proud of you as well. In the conversation with Jamel Hill, that was a great one. Thank you, thank you, y'all. Um, some of the memories came up of you and I, man, when we first started this. And to those that don't know, Ak and I, we made a pledge together years ago, yo, that we was gonna always hold each other down in this business, and we was gonna make sure we use our platform to do what we're doing now. So when you see us on these breaks, that's actually on purpose. Because that was the purpose of us creating the Hip Hop Maker Show, was for us to individually work. <laughs> and so, whenever I see, trust me, whenever I see my brother doing big things, I'm, I'm his first. I would say, outside of his like family, his mom and his wife, all that good stuff, I'm, I'm his first supporter. I'm always gonna have love for him because that's what we, that's what we created this platform to be. So, and we still got future plans for it. So don't, don't trip. But we're gonna be more consistent, and we appreciate everybody that's been rocking with us all this time. So I'm proud of you, brother, man. I love you, and I hope everything works well. I can't wait to see the studio when it's full. And please tell everybody, you know, I'm negative. I have my negative test again because I, I get tested. So I'm going to come out there and kick it, man. Um, do the, we, do, Lions don't play y'all this year, right? We don't play the Eagles this year, right? Uh, I don't know. We can check, but. Let's check because that might be. I don't, know who, I don't know who the Eagles are this year. I don't know. It, it, it is what it is. But it's crazy. It's a crazy year. We don't even need to talk about the NFC East right now. Like the, as the NFC East as a whole, as a whole, it's just horrible. It's like but, that Spider-Man gif where they point at each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The only reason, the only reason somebody's going to the playoffs out of that division is because somebody got to go. So. And I hear you. It's well, we'll, we'll we'll check the football schedule. I'm gonna come up there on Sunday, and you know I'm gonna you know so we can actually enjoy the game together, brother. All right. No problem. That's a bet, man. Appreciate you. All right, as usual, make sure you are checking out our platform and all social media, WHMS. Make sure you follow his brother right here at DJ Academics. Make sure you follow me at J Hall Society. And as usual, be blessed with successful. We'll talk to you soon. Deuces. It's the Hip Hop Matrix Show.